Now for a look at the world's business news, and we're going to start by looking at the world's largest, uh, the world's second largest economy, excuse me, that's China, which has set a growth target of 5% for 2023. That's an objective that many believe is very easily achievable. Our, our business editor, Charles Pellegrin, joins us on site with more. Charles. That's right, Aaron. Uh, the target was announced uh, by the outgoing premier of the People's Republic of China, Li Keqiang, in his annual work report in front of the National People's Congress over the weekend. Um, the... Um, Target is supposed to support the country's drive uh, towards economic recovery after the damage done by the pandemic and China's decision to adopt a so-called uh, zero-COVID policy. Now, a cautious approach uh, taken by Beijing here after setting a 5.5% growth target last year that he was unable to reach. Extended lockdowns in a number of cities, notably Shanghai, hurting the country's economic output. The key expression uh, used by Li Keqiang in his report was economic stability, which means healthy growth that doesn't add too much to the country's growing debt burden. Now, in addition to the 5% growth tar target, Li Keqiang said China's budget deficit should keep at 3% of GDP and that 12 million new urban jobs uh, should be created while keeping unemployment levels at about 5.5%. Now, many observers were slightly underwhelmed by the announcements, especially after the lifting of COVID restrictions and some especially strong manufacturing data in February. But more may be to come during the week. France 24 spoke earlier with Stephen Innes of SBI Asset Management. The GDP didn't reach some of the more bold up forecasts. Some were thinking it would be above 5%. Others were thinking it would have come in maybe even 5.5%. Realistically, um, this isn't that far off of consensus. It's just that people had their optimism level high going into this report. But we have to figure out what the NPC is actually really telling us. And we're going to figure that out a little bit better over the next few days where the fiscal budget report comes out. Discussions will center around what the party and government institutional reforms are going to look at, look like. Ultimately, investors have their sights focused on the press conference. This is where the new leaders will get to speak. That occurs on March 13th. And we may get some better forward-looking clues coming out then. So let's not write it off right now. Let's not say it's all over and done. I think there's still some optimism left in the uh, cookie jar uh, out of China uh, going forward. Let's take a look at the Asian markets now. We're uh, seeing mixed trading in Asia after that Chinese work report. Investors looking ahead uh, to more data published this week, as we just said. The Shanghai Composite uh, currently trading uh, down two-tenths of a percent. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong, though, up one-third of a percent. Caspian Seoul leading the gains at uh, just one and a quarter of a percent. And uh, oil markets reacting negatively uh, to China's cautious uh, growth target as well, which could mean a lower than expected demand for crude from the world's second largest economy. You can see the Brent uh, down by three quarters of a percent at $85 a barrel. And the West Texas Intermediate uh, down about uh, the same, uh, three quarters of a percent at uh, just over $79 a barrel. Here in France, yet another day of strike action against planned retirement reforms is planned this Tuesday. The unions have been preparing for weeks and several sectors are joining forces in a day of a combined action, whether it's in the transport, education or electricity sectors. Actually, since the start of the year, a rolling strike at French utility EDF has reduced nuclear power output by around four gigawatts. Catherine Kadir Clifford has more. 
Their goal, to bring France to a halt. Dubbed Black Tuesday, it will be a bumpy day for those taking public transport. 20 to 30 percent of flights are set to be cancelled, and major disruptions are planned for metro and train services. The French transport minister advised working from home where possible. Transport workers will be joined by energy sector employees, waste collectors and lorry drivers. Less involved in previous strikes, this time drivers are planning road blockages. As for the education sector, participation rates aren't yet known, but parents are already planning ahead, considering their options if the strikes continue. I think we'll have to team up with other parents who are in similar circumstances, who can't keep working from home and taking holidays. We'll try to organize who can take who on which day. Regular strike days have been held since January, but have recently lost steam. The government has refused to budge on its controversial reforms, which would change the legal retirement age from 62 to 64. Since January, the government is pretending not to see, or doesn't want to see, the millions of people on the streets. Some 1.4 million people are expected to take to the streets on Tuesday, a figure close to the participation rates for the earliest strikes. And an iconic chocolate brand gets a rebrand. Toblerone, the Swiss chocolate bar, popular in airports all around the world, says it will be removing the picture of the world-famous Matterhorn peak from its packaging. Chocolate lovers will have to bid Auf Wiedersehen to the Alpine Peak for the simple reason that part of its production will be moved to Slovakia. And there are clear rules in Switzerland that prevent national symbols from being used to promote milk-based products that are not made exclusively there. Theoretically won't change the taste of that chocolate, though, Charles. (laughs) Charles with business. Thank you very much.